Follow your bliss, and the universe will open doors where there were only walls. And that is the quote of the day. The quote of the day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton at SeanCroxton.com. Today's episode is a, a very special one. It's a very special message from a very special person, Dr. Jamie Zimmerman. She was a, a doctor and reporter for ABC News for their medical unit. She was also a meditation teacher as well as a lecturer. And unfortunately, she passed away a couple of years ago in an unfortunate accident. At the, I think she was in her early 30s. And her talk today is just, just the context of her talk. You know, the fact that she talks about one of the top five regrets of the dying and that number one regret is I wish I had the courage to live a life that was true to myself rather than the life that people expected of me. And, you know, I think about death pretty often. I mean, if you were to ask me, like, what drives me to do what I do, I would say I love helping people. I love helping people get healthier. I love helping people, you know, live the life of their dreams. But I'm also very motivated by the fact that I know I'm going to die one day, you know? And some of us just don't like to talk about it, but I really don't mind because time on this earth is, is limited. Like Les Brown says, you're here today, you're gone today. And as he said in the motivation mix last Saturday or a couple of Saturdays ago, you know, he said, um, you know, will anybody know that you came this way? And I want people to know that I came this way. I want people to know that I was here. I want people to know that I made an impact. And so it's just so cool to hear her on stage having that impact. And the fact that she was taken away way too soon, it just makes it so much more powerful. And so I hope that this talk inspires you and it also gets you to start thinking, am I really living the life that I want to live or am I living a life based on someone's expectations? Am I not living the life that I want to live because I'm waiting for the day that fear goes away? Fear never goes away. You just have to learn how to dance with it better. Here's Jamie. And in terms of my own path, a lot of this had to do with when I was in medical school, when I asked myself that question about applying to residency, which would have been the most logical next step, I got this this total contraction, this, this very strong no. But I didn't know what to do, and I was scared because I had already invested four years, many long hours, taken out loans, gone down a certain path in my life. And this is where courage comes in. Because courage, without courage, we don't know how to follow our intuition. We're unable to really go for our dreams. And the word courage actually comes from this Latin root, core, which means heart. So it really has to do with full-hearted living. It has less to do with fear and more about being willing to feel the full spectrum of our emotions, including the fear that arises, so we can live our lives with our full hearts. And the reason why this is so important, there are a couple. One is this, that where the magic happens is generally outside of our comfort zone. So if we want to live that life, if we want to actually fully live our dreams, we have to be willing to step outside of our comfort zone, which by definition is uncomfortable. 
It's not a pleasant place to be usually. But as we do this, we start to get comfortable in new areas. And then as we, we get comfortable in a new area, that becomes our comfort zone and we face new thresholds. The other reason I think this is so important is that the number one regret of, of the dying, according to this palliative care nurse who worked with many people who were suffering from terminal illness for years, and she found that there were top five regrets. The number one was, I wish I had had the courage to live a life that was true to myself rather than the life that people expected of me. I wish I'd had the courage to live a life that was true to myself. I'm not sure if you've ever felt this way, and I certainly know that I've felt there have been times I haven't lived a life that was true to myself, but I certainly don't want to get to the end of my life and not have fulfilled my full potential. And for all of you here, I really want you to take that to heart because it can be so scary to go for the things that that really inspire us, that we really want to do in life, and yet it's actually scarier to, to not fulfill those dreams and to not live our full potential. Joseph Campbell, who I love, the, the legendary mythologist, said, the cave you fear to enter holds the treasure that you seek. So we have to be willing to enter that cave that is totally terrifying, whether that's making a phone call, applying for a new job, moving somewhere new, Whatever it is that you're feeling calling out to you, even if it's scary, that's where the treasure is to be found. And ultimately, we have to do this. We have to decide that we want it more than we're afraid of it. So for me, going back to the story of, of medical school, I was at this point where I knew that I wanted to, to do something that was more aligned with my passions. I knew that I loved media from my previous life, that I loved living and working around the world. And I ended up having this idea of doing a global health and media fellowship. But I didn't really know how to go about it. So I decided to have what I call one of those courageous conversations, asking for what you want. There's this great book called The Aladdin Factor. And the idea behind The Aladdin Factor is that we all can ask, we have, the universe wants to actually grant our wishes. There are certain wishes that are aligned, but we have to be willing to ask the questions. Imagine there were a genie here right now who said, you have three wishes, but the only way that you're going to fulfill those wishes is to actually ask for them. And to ask in a way that is with confidence, that is almost as if you expect to receive what you're asking for, and detachment from the outcome, trusting that what is meant to occur will occur. So I had this idea of a global health and media fellowship, and then I ended up running into a mentor of mine from Mount Sinai who was a, a cardiologist interested in global health and film. I said, I'm very interested in potentially working with you next year in global health and media. Do you think there's a possibility of creating a fellowship? And he was excited by the idea, asked for a proposal, and then a few weeks later, we actually solidified it, and I had that ready to go. That being said, I still had made that decision, or I was still on the verge of making a decision about residency. And I knew that if I didn't apply to residency, after that fellowship, I would have no idea what my job was, and I would have invested all this time and energy in a certain path and wouldn't necessarily pay off from that. How many of you feel like you've invested really a lot in a particular direction and it's kind of scary to pivot at this point? Yeah, it can be really terrifying because it's like, I've already gone this far. I certainly don't want to deviate from what it is that I'm doing now. And that's why I wanna talk about this next aspect, which is faith. I really believe and, and this isn't so much a religious belief, it's an experiential belief. It's a trial and error in my own life. 
I believe that, that the universe does support our wildest dreams, our highest intentions. This is what Joseph Campbell was talking about when he said that, quote, follow your bliss, but it continues, and the universe will open doors where there were only walls. So I really think that it's important to jump and take that leap of faith, and, and that can be something that seems really huge or really small. In my case, it was making that decision to not apply to residency, even though I was scared of what everyone would think and was scared it was a wrong decision. And my last rotation of that year in global health and media was at ABC News. And at, when I was there, I met my current boss and ended up having a job offer. So things had a way of working out, but that was about two weeks, two weeks before my med medical school graduation that I got the job offer. So there was definitely a period in there where I didn't know what was going to happen, and I had to have a little bit of this, a little bit of faith. And like I said earlier, the universe is kind of like a GPS. I thought for a long time I'd gone on a certain course, and it, I was here, and my true life path was here, and that if I didn't actually, that there's no way to get back, that I couldn't actually get back to the, the path that I was supposed to be on. And that was the worst feeling. I don't know if any of you have felt that, but I thought that I was destined to be a person who regretted not living my full life path, that I was one of those people. And unfortunately, none of us are doomed to that. None of us have to, to live a life that's not fully inspired, that's not actually actualizing our full potential. The universe is that GPS. And if you get quiet, listen to those signs, those, that intuitive guidance that you're getting, Follow the, the calling that you're get, getting, even if it's tiny, even if it's, maybe I should call this person. Or, you know, I really, I really like surfing. I did it a couple of times, I think I should look into that more. Or, I really like writing, and I'm just gonna commit to writing 500 words or 1,000 words every day. Whatever it is that you're feeling that call to do, go for it. And then thinking about, what is it that's scaring you in life? And how can you face whatever it is that you fear with greater courage? and to take that leap and really go for your wildest dreams. Another thing I want to say is that I really believe we can ask for signs. So the universe, if, we, if we're not sure and we've done this introspection and you know, trying to turn within and we don't know which direction to go, if you ask for signs, oftentimes there will be some sort of sign that comes forth. And I recommend doing this very specifically. So even getting out a pen and paper and writing down something, dear God, dear universe, whatever, whatever name you want to use, please give me a sign, a very clear, irrefutable sign about whatever it is you're facing, and do so within the next 24 hours, 48 hours, set a deadline. And one example of this is that I recently, a couple of months ago, found out I had to move. And when I ended up finding out about this apartment that sounded great, I wasn't sure whether it was the right match. And I didn't, I didn't have a chance immediately to see it. So I asked for a sign, and as I was Googling it, I looked at Google Maps, saw the street view. There was the picture of the apartment, and then there were the words in front of the apartment on a van that said, Divine Movers. <laughs> I actually asked for another sign after that, because that wasn't enough for me. <laughs> That's, yeah, I guess I needed a second sign, because that wasn't... But, but the crazy thing is that we really do get these very, very, very clear signs when we ask. Sometimes it takes longer, sometimes they're not as obvious as divine movers, they might happen in more subtle ways, but they're still there. So what I want to say to all of you is, no matter how far you think you may have wandered from your path, maybe you're on your path, maybe you're not, but if you're scared and you want to take that next leap, go for it. 
If you don't know what to do, turn within and start to do that joy journaling. Take some time to actually figure it out, whatever it is that makes you come alive. And as you do more of this, you're going to get closer and closer to fulfilling your ultimate destiny and being of greatest service on this planet. I want to close with this quote, which is from Martha Graham. It's one of my favorite quotes of all time. There is a vitality, a life force, an energy that is translated through you into action. And because there is only one of you in all of time, this expression is unique. And if you block it, it will never exist through any other medium and it will be lost. The world will not have it. The world will not have it if you don't bring forth what it is that you have to offer. It is not your business to determine how good it is nor how it compares with other expressions. It is your business to keep it yours clearly and directly, to keep the channel open. You do not even have to believe in yourself or your work. You do have to keep yourself open and aware to the urges that motivate you. <clears throat> keep the channel open. Keep the channel open and you will be a gift. It will be the greatest gift you ever give to yourself and to the world. Whatever you can do or dream you can, begin it now. Take that first step today and we will all thank you. And as a result, you will see that your life will become your own masterpiece. Thank you so much, and I look forward to hearing about your steps. That was Jamie Zimmerman. If you want to watch that entire talk, you can watch it on the Wanderlust YouTube channel. Just look up Jamie Zimmerman, make your passion your paycheck. That is it for me. I am out of here. I will see you tomorrow with our Thursday episode of the quote of the day. If you do get a chance to leave a rating and review for the show on iTunes, I really, 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 really appreciate it. It helps the show a ton. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.